Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for joining the Frisco Report tonight. We've got a lot of news to go through. We are entering the bye week. And let's get right into this. This is serious. You know how we do it. Cabo time, baby. Let's do it. Mike, what's going on, brother? What's going on, Joe? How we doing this week? We're doing great. We're doing great. We're coming off a loss, but, you know, that's what we're going to talk about. The future of the Cowboys, where we're at right now, we're 2-7 and seven on the season. We're in the bye week now, and and also we're it looks like we're in COVID protocol because of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, got a couple of things going on uh, news wise. Uh, we got uh, Trevon Diggs foot injury, uh, broken foot. You know, it's a fracture, whatever you, however you want to call it. He's going to be out four to six weeks, short term IR. I think he's done for the season. I don't know if you want to rush him back, but. Uh, that's the latest there on, on the injury news there, Mike. Let's get into the conversation, everybody. And as we're going along, make sure you guys continue to comment and put some questions in here. And we'll get to that in the second half of tonight's show. But, Mike, 2-7, and seven, how are you feeling about the Cowboys right now? 2-7. and seven. Um, You know, Bill Parcells used to say, you you are what your record is. And uh, that's what that's what we are, and that's who we are. Uh, our fourth quarterback, uh, I mean, they, they, they cut those sorry free agency pickups in Ontario Poe, Daryl Worley. They traded Everson Griffin off, and uh, it's, that's where we're at now. And uh, big shout-out to the guys stepping up for those moves. Um, you know, Navelle Gallimore, uh, I, I, I said right here on the Frisco Report and on Twitter that you guys are going to love them. And uh, the guy's going to make plays. He was the fastest defensive tackle at the combine last this past year. So he's he's right now he's meeting expectations for the opportunities that he's getting. But at the end of the day, Cowboys are two and seven, Joe, and uh, they they could probably have a better record if the defense was playing you know faster and better. And I mean, Dak Prescott didn't get hurt, you know, things like that. But no excuses. You know, the record is what the record is, and uh, we're number three in the draft, and that's what uh, obviously you got to look forward to because you don't want to make a, a wild-card game and lose it because you're killing about seven or eight spots just getting in that wild-card spot, so there's no need for that. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, Tankathon has us going uh, number three overall, so you got the Jets, number one. Uh, they they could have helped out, you know, but they, <laughs> they couldn't close out the Patriots. You know, I, I thought the Jets might be able to, uh, you know, I talked about this in another uh, podcast, but any of the teams on the Jets schedule, I felt like they play the the Patriots really good every year. So they might have been able to sneak out two there, but they lost this one. So I don't know if the Jets get another, another win, Mike. So um, it, it looks like they're going to clinch that up. You know, it looks like they're going to clinch that up. But for the, for the Cowboys conversation, two and seven, we're in the bye week. Um, is it still auto tank? Is this team still in auto tank mode? You know, they're talking about, uh, Garrett Gilbert. I think a lot of fans, you know, I, I did a poll in my community and it was like 82%, you know, want Garrett Gilbert after the buy. But, you know, the, in some of these, uh, interviews, they're talking about, oh, we're going to go with Andy Dalton. What's your thoughts on that? Everybody in the comment chat box, do you guys want to go with Garrett Gilbert? Or do you want to go with, you know, Andy Dalton? What's your what's your take there on this, Mike? 
Well, I, I want to go with Garrett Gilbert simply for the fact Dalton is on a one-year deal, and uh, you can get just uh, Jason Gilbert in here. What's his name? Garrett Gilbert on uh, you know on a one-year another one-year deal. Why Andy Dalton's looking for something else? So you know you want to make sure that you have a good solid backup, and it sounds like they want to keep Dak on the team and sign him and things of that sort. So get Dak a good backup. And right now, I, I get it; it's one game, but if you look what he did at the AAF. He's a gunslinger. He's a pocket awareness guy, very elusive in the pocket, stepping up, moving around, bootlegs, things of that sort. So Cowboys really have a, a good backup quarterback in, in Garrett Gilbert. It's, you need to develop him and really see what you got. Andy Dalton's not promised next year, and I really don't see him on the Cowboys next year either. And Ben DiNucci looked like he, he just wasn't ready. I get it, seventh-round pick, develop factor, but – you know, it should be quarterback instincts to to step in that pocket, to step yeah. up in the pocket, and he didn't do it. So yeah. I'm going to put the I'm going to go ahead and I get I, I might get some heat for it, but I'm going to go ahead and put the bus tag on the seventh round pick Ben DiNucci, and there's a lot of promise in a first NFL start in Garrett Gilbert. Yeah, man. So for me on on uh, Ben DiNucci, I think you know they just threw him to the wolves. You know they threw him into the lion's den. He didn't have a shot at this thing, man. It was a it was a complete disaster. So yeah, he's a developmental guy. You know, seventh rounder. He runs the practice squad. So uh, it's it, it was too much to put on his shoulders. They did the right move in bringing uh, Garrett Gilbert in here. I don't agree with with Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones talking about it's going to be Andy Dalton. You know, uh, he's a statue. I know he's won some games in this league, but there's a reason why Cincinnati moved on from him. You know what I mean? He's, he plateaued. He is what he is. Go with the hot hand. And and not that Garrett Gilbert won the game, but, I mean, the way the Cowboys played in that game, Mike, it, it kind of feels like, you know, they kind of hit the reset button. And, uh, you know, they might, to me, I feel like they could maybe sneak out some wins here. You know, I know there's – there's the faction that that want to go full blown tank this out. Let's see how close we can get to Trevor Lawrence. But then you have the other faction that is that is you want to see your team win, and uh, and things like that. So <laughs> with fans right now, you're kind of caught in, in between. You know, I, for me, I'm 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 in the in the purgatory here. You know, I, I, as I was watching the game, you know, Mike, I was like, man, let, we can win this. These guys are doing better on defense. They're doing this and that. But um, I don't know. What's your take on that, Mike? Well, when I when I was watching Bid the Nucci, and uh, and I and I like to watch the other players, the leaders on the team, like guys like Amari Cooper. Uh, you know, the guys on offense. How how do they adapt to to Ben DiNucci? And they really didn't draw um enough. Kellen Moore really didn't have a lot of faith in play calling with Ben DiNucci. Uh, and then you you look at against the Steelers. Yeah, who have a suspect defense? Let's be honest. Um, you know, you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers and you look how Amari Cooper was um, pulling towards Gilbert. You look at Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz. It just seems like more players responded with Gilbert under center than with Ben DiNucci or even with Andy Dalton, if I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. So, you know, there's hot hand and there's also the team aspect of it too. How are they looking at this quarterback? And I really thought that, the majority of this offense really pulled towards Gilbert there. And that's why they're pretty successful. Yeah. That, that's, that's the vibe I got from the team. You know what I mean? So for, for Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones to come out here and talk about Andy Dalton to me, that seems more of a, of a tank type move. Like 
Nah, this this Garrett Gilbert might win us some games. Let's put Andy in here. Let let's 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 continue on. Team Tank, low key tanking. You know, Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones are going to say this, but uh, to me, you know, I, I I don't know, man. If I if I'm going with Dalton, I don't see them winning any more games. He's he's not in the in the pocket. He he couldn't do it with Garrett. I did you know just to be honest man yeah and i with, with this defense coming on and, and the way the offense re- responded from gilbert i wouldn't be surprised if we win a couple more games um and then the special teams pulling out you know those tricks and stuff i mean they want to win and so i have a feeling if they keep gilbert we can win some games just because if you put any dalton in and we start losing you know the young guys uh gallimore and you know some of these other guys after this bye week, they start losing. It, it's not gonna. They're not gonna want to play for anything, right? And so I, I, I don't know. I, I think the way this defense is coming along, you want to keep that momentum there. And Gilbert shows a lot of promise on winning a couple of games because at the end of the day, nobody wants to lose. All these guys are competitors at the end of the day, and I, I just don't see really NF, any NFL tanking, to be honest with you. Yeah. No, it's the for from what I'm seeing right now from the Cowboys, they're tanking out of uh, just taking on too many injuries, you know, and, and the mistakes yeah. the mistakes keep haunting this team, you know, the turnovers, uh, stupid stuff, stupid penalties, you the know, stupid penalty. They could have scored on that Cedric Wilson to CJ Goodwin, but Thompson freaking had the block and he didn't have to touch him. CJ Goodwin could have went in there, so we left a lot of points on the field for sure. Yeah, left a lot of points. Uh, the refs, they've been on our butt all, all year, too. You know, um, but I'm, I'm not going to blame it on refs. That's, that's, right. uh, that's just not a, not a good look. That, that's what Eagle fans do. We don't do that here. Yeah, that's what Eagle fans, Redskins fans do. But, man, the, the, so as we, as we look at the team right now, Mike, you know, you, you have some of these teams that are coming up where we're at right now, they look beatable, you know. So you're talking about uh, Minnesota. They're not that good. Um, Redskins, they're not that good. I'm just going to call them Redskins. I, I can't say football. It's stupid. So <laughs> Redskins, <laughs> Redskins, you know, uh, these guys, the Giants again to, to finish it out. And, um, you know, the 49ers, they look like crap too. The, the, the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, I think they kind of plateaued Lamar over there. So they look beatable. There's, I mean, it, it, the Cowboys – you know, if if they really want to win some games and they, they put in the right people to win games, I, they could come out of this season uh, with five or six wins. But, you know, yeah, saying that it's going to be Andy Dalton to me is a little bit of a low, a little of a hint that this is low key tanking, Mike. Yeah. No, uh, you know, you look at the schedule. It's Washington Bengals, Eagles, Vikings. Ravens, no. 49ers, Giants, right? And uh, I don't know. I, I, I and Like I said, Andy Dalton's on the one-year deal. Put, it, put in Gilbert there. Keep Ben DiNucci on, on, on the scout team. And, uh, I mean, and and Gilbert gets the years of experience. What is he? He has like six years experience or something like that. He has the years of experience. Uh, he looked more fluid to me than, than Andy Dalton or Ben DiNucci. Um and uh, I think that's the hot hand, and I think they need to roll with it. But seven and nine, I could see that honestly. But you know, the Redskins—they probably get revenge against the Redskins. The Bengals—that could go either way. I, I honestly think the Eagles—we got something to prove against them. 
the Giants, we could beat them again. 49ers, they're beat, they're pretty beat up. I think we can beat them. Uh, the, the, the Ravens and the Vikings are going to be pretty tough, though. Yeah. So, you know, that's what the thumbnail was. Is this team more – Two and fourteen team, or is this? Are we closer to nine and seven? Where, where do you think the Cowboys ultimately end on the record, Mike? What are we two and seven now? Yeah. All right, bear with me here. Five and seven, five and nine, seven and nine. Okay, seven and nine. So I mean, seven and nine that might win the division. So <laughs> you know. <laughs> Seriously, man, seven and nine could win this. Eight and eight, you know, somewhere along that lines, I think could win the division. So, you know, it's uh, do they do they want to screw up their draft positioning? So, you know, a lot of a lot of fans, a lot of channels are are doing more draft coverage because the writing's kind of on the wall. But you do have to recognize the last two weeks on defense, they have played a lot better. You know, they um, they they have played a lot better on defense. Offense looked a lot better with with Garrett Gilbert in there, but we put Dalton in there who can't move statue. I think that's not going to go well. Uh, Steele still out there, you know, so that's not good. Uh, Beatish he's out, so you got Looney in there again, so that that's not good. So it's going to be a challenge to win some more games. Still, you know, as as much as oh, I've absolutely. seen, as much as I've seen improvement on the defense, Mike, I don't think it's enough to overcome. You know, all of the uh, injury, and you know, not to mention Trayvon Diggs, he's going to be out on defense too. So that's a big hit there, you know. Oh, and Savion Smith, dude, Jesus. He's no good. He's terrible. Holy moly, that guy. <laughs> I could do hey. better than that. I'm fat. Yeah, and the, th- the thing about uh, Savion Smith, he, he was like backed up, you know, uh, Trayvon Diggs. <laughs> so he, he's he's not a good backup. I, I, I didn't like Savion Smith. So Cheeto Bay's coming back, though. Cheeto's coming back. Let's see what kind of what how he looks. I'm sure he's gonna be knocking off some rust and that kind of thing. Do we get a look at Reggie Robinson finally, or is he gonna you be deactivated? So. You 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 gotta look at your young guys, right? I mean, you can you just can't. You're not gonna cut them, so there's no reason to hide them, uh, you know, from other teams. Play the guy, see what you got. But I do like Donovan Wilson has been stepping up, and I, I think Mario said it here that that no one's finally adjusting to this defense i've been seeing more stunts the last couple of weeks defensive line stunts where where a defense tackle will pull and it helps get sacks and stuff it's almost looking like they're going back to last year's defense if i'm being completely honest a lot more stunts a lot um uh, a little bit more blitz and stuff like that so uh, i like what i've been seeing on that good that's a good point mario flores yeah so reg robinson I would like to see him. I want to see him on special teams. You know, it's kind of weird that he's been deactivated through nine weeks straight. Nine weeks straight. Bradley and I uh, deactivated last week, you know, for what? For Dorrance Armstrong? He ain't doing crap. So <laughs> I'm like, get him on the field already, man. This is, this is kind of stupid. Like, you, you, have, uh, you have seven weeks now, seven games to go. To get to get a look at some of these guys in the regular season, so I, I do. I want I want a good look at Bradley and I. You know, can he play at the NFL level? I think he can. You know, if you're just going to pin his ears back and rush the quarterback, he can definitely do that. You know what I mean? So the stubbornness, I think, is coming from the top down because you're seeing the same stubbornness, Mike, 
than when we had Garrett. You're, it's the same stubborn crap. You know, is is it Will McClay, the front office? It's uh, you're seeing the same stubbornness, man. Yeah, yeah, and and that's what's crazy about it. Um, with the Terrence Steele stubbornness, um, mm -hmm. Jalen Smith stubbornness, mm -hmm. Xavier Woods. I mean, yeah. and that's that's three players, and I, I could probably name more to be honest. Zeke Elliott. Um, I, I get it. There's no O line, but how is Tony Pollard picking up all these yards when he gets the ball? Right. Yeah. I mean, Zeke really lost it. Let, let's call it what it is. And I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of stubbornness on, on this on, on these decision make these personnel decision makings. And I honestly blame it on Stephen Jones. He's the vice president player personnel, and uh, you know he yeah. he carries a big stick. Well, when he does good, but when he doesn't do good, you know, he goes off in hiding and, and wants to avoid questions. So uh, there, there's just a lot of uh, a lot, a lot of Stephen Jones hands all over it. I really think so. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. The 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 thumbprint, you know, uh, is definitely you know Stephen Jones and and uh, these guys, Will McClay as well. So I, I don't know, man. We'll we'll see what they do, but. For them to say Andy Dalton, it's a little bit of a hint as far as tanking to me because Garrett Gilbert showed uh, that he could win. He could win this game, man. They they could have won, and they can win, I think, with him. So maybe I don't know if the if the leash will be short on Andy Dalton if he starts stinking it up, you know, fumbling and bumbling the ball, uh, interceptions and that kind of thing. But you know. Uh, you you do like to see the improvement on defense, Mike. You know I. To me, I didn't see like they didn't roll over, you know, like they have the earlier in the season. So I think as long as, you know, you're competing and you see some positives as the, as the gear goes on, you can keep losing. But as long as you still see, you know, that fight, you know, not lay down and get run over every series like they were earlier on. I feel good about it. You know what I mean? But, you know, if, if you see a team out here that is, has completely quit. You know, on both sides of the ball, I, I don't think they. I don't think the Cowboys are that right now. I think they're slowly botting into the McCarthy. Uh, you know what what he wants to do with this team. You know, and and, and maybe a little bit of Mike Nolan as well. But to me, I, I don't. Uh, even with that, I don't see us winning many more games, if any, Mike. No, you're absolutely right. And the, you know, there's a comment here now that's stretching a bit, saying Zeke has lost it. He has lost it. Well, let's, he hasn't had a 100-yard game in, what, nine, ten games now? I mean, and this stems back to the end of last year. He looked great week one. If that week one, Zeke, when we're playing the uh, – who were we playing week one? The the, the Rams. The Ram. yeah. If that week one, Zeke, could be consistent all year, that wouldn't even come out of my mouth. He, he, he did great week one. I mean, he's running with cinder block feet. He, he's not. He's hitting the wrong hole. I, I think Sunday Night Football called him out on that and, and blamed it on him. That's all Zeke's fault right there. He hit the wrong hole. Let let the stuff develop and, and go get it. Tony Pollard's let's thing develop and he's getting yardage. Uh, I think last year he didn't have a, a run of 15 or more yards till week 17. That was last year's numbers with the offensive line that we had last year. A lot of people were healthy. A lot of people were there. Zeke has fell off. Let's not turn an eye to that. Yeah, no, there's, you know, I can't even argue against that because <laughs> it's true. As he's, you know, we don't know if it's, uh, you know, the all the uh, uh, rushing attempts. He's had a whole lot of, he's, they've really run the hell out of Zeke. So, 
you know, and uh, the shelf life on a running back is not what it used to be like an Emmitt Smith, an Adrian Peterson. Those days are over. They're running the hell out of these running backs, you know, burning the gas out and moving on and drafting another player. So for Zeke, you know, I think you're you're catching him on the arc. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I talk about this all, all the time about a, a career arc on a player, you know. He was here. The, the Cowboys kept wasting time, wasting talent, and here we are. This is Zeke right here. You know? Yeah. Right here. He's right here. So you give it a couple more years, and, and that's it. You know, that's it. They, they, they did the same thing to DeMarco Murray, but they were smart with DeMarco Murray. They let him walk. They didn't pay out the big cash. You don't know. But, uh, you know, you still, need a, you still need a workhorse. You still need a, a, a good running back because we saw what happened – you know, uh, when they didn't have Zeke, they tried to do the running back committee with washed up running backs, you know, McFadden, uh, these other guys, it didn't work. So, but I mean, the way that this offense looks like it's built, it looks more of an, of an aerial attack. You know what I mean? Uh, with, with all the, the weapons that they have at wide receiver, you know, you like what you see in Dalton Schultz, Blake Jarwin will be in the mix as well again. So maybe the emphasis, moving forward won't be so big on running back. You know, it, it was never a centerpiece under Mike McCarthy at Green Bay. He never had a, you know, uh, a premier must-have running back. He, I mean, he's ha he had this decent guys, but... Cheeseburger Lacey? Yeah, Eddie Lacey for a little bit there. But for the most part, he utilized the weapons, you know, the, the aerial attack. That's always been McCarthy's game, so... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there with Zeke. You know, uh, that, it's a bad contract. I don't know how the hell they get out of it if they wanted to. It, it really is. There's a lot of dead money at stake for the next couple of years. I think Zeke Elliott is the only player extended uh, on over the cap. If you click on the last year tab, Zeke Elliott's name is the only one there. Um, bad contract. They should have just let him stay in Cabo. Uh, but at the same time, they really didn't know what they had in Tony Pollard, you know, they, they were still trying to low ball Dak Prescott. They shot themselves in the foot on this gamble. And uh, yeah. it yeah, is they, what it is. They really did, man. They, they, they tried to play the market. They tried to – they tried to uh, – I mean, it was stupid. Like, okay, so Zeke was holding out in Cabo. Let's make him jealous. Let's give Jalen Smith this crazy bloated contract and maybe he'll come to the table and sign. That's stupid, dude. Like, really? Like, yeah. it, like, I don't understand that one. And now you look at the Lyle Collins extension. I don't know about that one. That one's not looking too good right now either. Um, but that's not going to hinder them. It's, they there's After 2021, if Lyle Collins, is, if his hip is not good, they, they got the escape hatch after 2021. So we're fine there. But, man, this Ezekiel contract in the way he's playing right now, it didn't step up with the leadership either. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and, and uh, Don Al Jenkins has a good point. Zeke doesn't seem to have a work ethic in the offseason. And then that's true. The majority of his offseason off was what? Playing video games and, and, and being low-key faded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I think I think Jenkins hit it right on the head with that comment, dude. Um, because I mean, why? I mean, yeah, he was in Cabo working out, working out because he was doing what, trying to earn that that life changing bag. Now that he has the life changing bag, his work ethic changed too. 
That's what it is, man. Cowboys fans talking in the house. What's up, bro? Zeke is out Stop of shape. it up. Yeah, hit my, hit my boy Cowboys fan talk. Yeah, does a great job uh, with two minute drill. Have him on every uh, Friday afternoon with that one there. But yeah, Zeke out of shape. Hasn't looked too good. Hasn't looked too good, man. Uh, I, I think you know I, I broke down the numbers. He's on pace to have a thousand, barely over a thousand yards. If if they continue on right now, he's averaging sixty three point something yards per game. That's the lowest he's had in his career. All right, so. Not good, you know, not good. Not not for the price tag. No, not at all. With all those fumbles, too, can't be having that. My boy, Gallimore, Julia Artis. Appreciate you checking out the channel, Julia. Gallimore is a beast that needed to be unleashed. He needs more playing time. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've been on Gallimore's train from the jump. I love this player, man, and I was I was pounding the table for him to get more snaps. And finally, you know, they got rid of Don Terry Poe, garbage crap. Uh, you know, he's taking more snaps from Tyron Crawford in those stiff hips. So I love it, man. I, I really do. And um, that's a guy, right, Mike, that looks like a centerpiece for your young defense moving forward because there's a lot of more rebuilding to go on this defense, right, Mike? Absolutely. Uh, and, and you know, it starts in the trenches. And, and Navelle Gallimore, yeah. he, he, he's setting the tone. And like I said, I think it was a couple of shows back. You need to find a guy and build around that, whether it's free agency or in the draft. You got Gallimore. If you want to, you know, groom him up and, and, and get him going to be the showstopper, build around him. Get Tank out of here. Or not really Tank, but, you know, build on what Alden Smith can do with the uh, upgrade that player. Let's see where Randy Gregory's at by the end of the season. Do you keep him on the roster, right? Mm -hmm. um, see what you can build on – a guy like Tank Lawrence and Navelle Gallimore uh, and Randy Gregory, you know, get that depth behind there. So these guys ain't pe playing, you know, 60% of, of, of 70 snaps, right? Uh, keep that D line fresh, build around that, start building around your linebackers. Leighton Vanderesh seems way more better than, uh, than Jalen Smith. Mm -hmm. So build around yeah. Leighton Vanderesh, build around Trayvon Diggs. You got these pieces that, that you drafted and that is looking to, it's looking like, it's going to pan out, but now it's time to build around them. Don't go bargain hunting and put these players uh, in, in more job assignments to pick up slack for the guy next to them. Build on those pieces. Offense looks pretty good to me. If they can change up some play calling, be more creative in, in that aspect of it, when Dak comes back next year, do that. But it's time to start investing in this defense and building the pieces. No more bridge players, Joe. Yeah, right on. I mean, yeah, no more bridge players or players that are stunting the growth of some of these players. I felt that Don Terry Poe was stunting the growth of Gallimore. Obviously, Gallimore's a three-tech, but he has one-tech capability. And the way that they're playing them now, they're interchanging all these guys up and down that that line. So you'll see him set as a three. You'll see him as a one. Uh, they, I like what they're doing there um, with Gallimore. And he's penetrating the, that line, making plays, busting up chasing people down great comment there julia appreciate that one there from mario flores i hope jalen uh, jalen takes this bye week serious he played better but still looks confused and not understanding assignments the defense overall looked better i agree there glad to see tank back to this run thing yeah mike so tank right 
you know, a lot of us have been kind of low on him, uh, you know, because the sacks are not there. But, you know, he definitely has looked like he um, has turned it up here the last two weeks, especially this last game. Mike, what's your thoughts on Tank here recently? You, you turn on any film with Tank Lawrence, and this is why I really don't talk bad about him, because you could turn on the film and 90s flying down the field. Whether he's getting sacks or not, the guy's running down the offensive line trenches, making tackles. I mean, the guy will get off his, you know, get off his lineman, turn around, and go try to tackle somebody. Uh, and, and to me, the hustle and the heart that Demarcus Lawrence plays with, I, I, I get it. His job is to get sacks and, and get hustling, sacks. Hustling, 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 hustling. But exactly, that's what he's doing. He's always hustling, and that's what, and that's what I like. You know, and uh, if I had an NFL team, I, I would have Tank on my team just because of the heart on every play. Going 100 miles an hour in the National Football League every play, it's not easy. You turn on the film, you'll see DeMarcus Lawrence do that. Um, yeah. So I, I, I'm never – as if I see laziness from Tank, then I'll start saying something. But I get it. His job is to get sacks, but he takes care of other things um, if he can't get those sacks. So um, – Big fan of Tank, I guess. Not even being biased, though. Absolutely. And that's the thing you'll get from us here. We never sugarcoat anything. We don't have our heads in the sand. You know, Mike and I always, I always give it to you on, on the reel. So appreciate that, Mario. Great comment there. Uh, and I agree with Jalen. You know, that's there's a lot of work there to do. Marquis Games, they said they wouldn't take a quarterback if we were in the top two, not three. So whenever Jerry speaks – there's lies in there. So <laughs> I wouldn't take it as – I would definitely not take it as a, as a, as a gospel or, or a, the definitive, that's it. We're out, of the, we're out of the quarterback game. They got to see how the negotiations go. I mean, there's still a long ways to go here. You know what I mean? There's not you, – you just don't know right now. But for him to say that right now, I can see why Jerry would say that right now. But at the same time, it's not something that I, I would recommend – a front office person to say because, you know, let's say the Cowboys don't want to draft a quarterback. You know, you don't want to show your cards. You know what I mean? What if there's a team that wants to move up to your spot? You want to you want to poke their, uh, their eyes out. You want to get a ransom for the pick. So don't make a comment on the quarterback, Jerry. Come on, bro. You yeah. know? No, I do know. And th that was when Des before De – two weeks before Des Bryant got cut. They, they, he was on his little uh, RV that he takes to Mobile, and uh, he sat in that chair. He drank, He was drinking him a Dr. Pepper, and the reporter asked him, is Des Bryant going to be on this team week one? Jerry Jones looked that man square in the eye and said, yes, he will be on this team. <laughs> Joe, remind, remind, the, remind everybody listening what happened Des Bryant two weeks later. Yeah, he was caught, dude. Just take everything with the greatest. Stephen yeah. Jones was telling you guys for two years they're going to extend Dak. What happened just a couple of months ago? He signed yeah. a franchise tag, right? Yeah. Do not buy in to what these guys are selling you. That's what their job is to do. Sell yeah. merchandise and sell tickets. Don't buy into their lip drama. That's what it is, man. And I, and that's where a lot of the – I think a lot of us got really caught – you know, uh, we got hoodwinked this season because we bought into so much of the Dallas Cowboys media machine. Like, oh, we got all these players coming in. We're, we're bringing in all these free agents and this and that. And they didn't do anything with it. So 
Yeah, man. Great, great uh, comment there, uh, Marquise. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, definitely. We'll see what happens, but I, I definitely will not take Jerry Jones' word for they're not in, in the QB game. So, never. It's more with, with Jerry. It's more about I'll believe it when I see it. That's really how you got to take it with Jerry, man. It, it really is. When it comes yeah. to business, he's probably not lying. When it comes to player personnel, it's grain of salt. You can take it or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Let's see what else we got in here, guys. Keep the questions and comments coming. I do appreciate that. Okay. Let's see what else we got here, Mike. If you see any that, that catch your eye, let me know. Mm -hmm. I'm scrolling through these right now. Blue Silver says, do you, do you think this is Xavier uh, Woods last year? And uh, it's it's the first fresh comment on there. And I, and I honestly think uh, that it is his last year. It, it, it's his contract year. And, you yeah. know, a lot of a lot of fans gloat about, uh, oh, it's a contract year. They're going to have a good season. That's just not the case for number 25, Louisiana Tech, Xavier Woods. I, I had him um, having a good year. And, I mean, he's let me down. So, uh, and if they keep him, it's probably going to be cheap. But. He's gonna go cheap somewhere else on another team. I can promise you that. Yeah, he's he's not coming back. Um, like like we we've talked about this a couple of times, Mike. You know, of the three that are that are leaving potentially in the uh, defensive back apocalypse, Jordan Lewis, Cheeto, and X Woods. The only one that I legitimately would consider bringing back would be Cheeto. The other guys, they can kick it. They can kick it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just hasn't shown anything to me, man. He it was a great story, you know, out of Louisiana Tech. Um, I really liked him coming out the draft. I just felt that uh, he plateaued really early, and you know, you, you really not get anything more out of out of the player. So, and that's know, the so. same guy that was crying about playing seventy snaps. Yeah, that was, that was that was terrible. Yeah, that was absolutely not a good answer from him. Speaking of secondary players. Cowboys fan talk. What do you guys think about bringing up Reggie Robinson? Might as well now. Yeah, we kind of touched on that earlier. I definitely want to see him in here. And, um, you know, you, you're letting go of some of these other players, and it's time. You know, it's time, time to get a look at him. You know, they said they want to make him a safety. Well, let's see what he looks like, you know? You know what? Yeah. I mean, you have to, right? Because if you're trying to build – Especially for next year's draft, you got to know what you got, and uh, yeah, yeah. what you already invested in, in draft pick. What was what was he a six round pick or something like that? <clears throat> you you got to go see what you got in him, right? You you already gave Ben Denucci. He was a fourth round pick. Yeah. Holy biscuits and cheese, and he ain't even playing. That's on that that's straight coaching right there, buddy. You got to throw this guy out. I mean, you threw Ben Denucci to the wolves. Throw this guy out for at least a couple of plays. Work him in or something. I you got to see what you got in this fourth-round investment. Are you kidding me? Exactly. Yeah, that's a high. That's a relatively high pick, man. You you want your fourth-rounders to be playing, you know. Robbie Radford, what do you think about Crawford? I think he's – I think the Cowboys have – they hung on to him four seasons too late. And, I mean – you know, the, they tried to get ahead of the defensive tackle market when they gave him the contract. Then they bounced him out to the defensive end. Both his hips were blown out. Um, too many injuries, man. He's just not giving us anything right now. It's another 
you know, they're just going to ride that one out. <laughs> you know, they're I, gonna... I think it's the surgeries, too many surgeries, man. I mean, this guy's hip yeah. switch. I mean, he, this guy was jumping, blocking, blocking a field goal. I thought that was pretty cool. We had a Crawford signing, a sighting, right? Yeah, 98. Yeah. I, I thought, I thought 98's jersey was in the closet deep in the back with cobwebs. <laughs> But, I had to do uh, a double tag, bro. I had to do it. I'm double telling tag. you, I was like, oh, who that? Who, who, oh, I had to look no, at my no. roster sheet. <laughs> I, I, uh, he's still here? No, uh, but honestly, he, he, this is his last year, and uh, they won't bring him back. They're going to build around Tank, build around Gallimore, Randy Gregory, guys like this, and just get that D-line refreshed. I, re- I really do like the way uh, Randy Gregory played. You know, speaking of, of Gregory, Mike, uh, you know, he really does. He really can come off the, the sofa and, and produce it. It's really incredible. So, man, I, I, I can just imagine 2021, no more suspensions, a full off season with the Cowboys. He might be the best pass rusher on the damn team. So um, I don't want to get my hopes up because, you know, something always happens. But, you know, they did loosen up the rules and things like that for, for uh, you know, th- these types of issues that, that Randy's had. And so. But man, knifing through, he's got the moves, the bend. He he, he looked really good in that that Pittsburgh game, Mike. And, and I and I like the weight that he's at. I thought he was too no. small. And if you guys remember, I think Brian Broadus did a scouting report on him. He had a hard time putting on weight. Mm-hmm. And now that he gained 10, 15 to 20 pounds, I like the size that he's at. And if he can get used to playing at that size and keep that weight on. We got something in Randy Gregory. That's a great point. And that, that's a really great remembering of the conversation. Him because I remember that too, Mike. Great point there. I remember they were like, hey, you know, his metabolism was really high and it could keep the the weight on and this and that. So, yeah, that, that's a great callback. Appreciate the question, Robbie. Michael Beers, do we draft outside linebacker or 4-3 defensive end next year, Mike? Great question. Uh, I, I think that is a good question because, I mean, if you look at the linebacker position, all you got consistently there is Leighton Van Der Esch, right? And then you look at your defensive lineman. Um, you got Randy Gregory, Tank Lawrence, Navelle Gallimore. Yes, you want some good depth. You don't want bridge players. I think I think you got to go BPA. You don't want if, if the best defensive lineman's there, draft them. If the best linebackers there, draft them. You don't reach for a need. Reach for the best player available. Kind of like how they did with CD Lamb. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that they got to figure out, and maybe we're going to see it, you know, the, the these final games is, is it going to be an official 4-3 or are they going to be full-blown 3-4? They can't do this purgatory hybrid bull crap anymore. So if it's going to be 4-3, Michael, I think, you know, um, it's not a good draft class for defensive end and outside linebackers. It's, it's just not a very good draft class. There are some players in here that the people like. There's a couple that I like as well, but it goes. It's not. It's not going to go deep. You're going to have to get somebody in the first two rounds. After that, you know, you're going to have to hit on a gem. So it's not deep for pass rushers this draft class coming up. Um, so, you know, it's really going to depend, Michael. It, you know, I can't really project too far right now. You know, some. You know, yeah, have to absolutely. Well, but that's why I get the escape go to BPA. Yeah, the escape goat. Yeah, great. 
Great question, but we'll see, man. Are they going to be 4-3 or are they going to be 3-4? That's that's the biggest thing we got to find out. Do they keep Nolan or do they bring in another guru, a 3-4 guru or something like that? That'll be a hint. You know what I mean? Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips is out there. And a couple other good ones out there I think might hit the market. Matt Patricia. Maybe he wants to. I, I don't know if he's going to make it there with Detroit, but he's a 3-4 guy, but he might go back to to daddy in uh, new England. <laughs> yeah. And um, who else is out there? We talked about Zimmer, you know, if he, if he yeah. doesn't make it there, that would be an incredible four, three higher. Yeah, if he's available, I'm, I'm running to the damn air, uh, Jair force one and getting him on the plane or whatever. And it's force one. I like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. We'll see, but there, there's going to be a lot of turnover too. Every season there's turnover with coaches. So, you, you, the Cowboys do have to be careful with that. So it's going to be an interesting offseason as far as that goes. Appreciate the question, Michael. Jalen needs to go bye-bye. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, I, I didn't realize that guy's name was Michael. You kept saying Michael. I thought you were talking directly to me. I was like, this guy never calls me Michael. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I call you Mike. Yeah, I, I was so thrown off there for a second. Yeah. Lies, lies, baby. We're taking that quarterback. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. It, it's I, I, like I said, the Cowboys are in a really good position. They can't go they can't go wrong with this. You know what I mean? So, you know, if they're in the top three, you know, you you can still get a ransom for somebody, you know, especially if if Trey Lance declares and people fall in love with him. Some people are falling head over heels over uh what is it, Zach Wilson from BYU. He could be in the mix. So the more quarterbacks that get pushed up in the draft, the better for us. If we're, hey, you know, especially if we're keeping back, you know what I mean? And let me say this. Lies, 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 baby. We're taking a quarter. Let me say that there were some YouTube channels last year that were saying just be, because Dak Prescott's tagged, he can't get traded. That That's false. That's that's false information. He is – if they franchise tag, tag Dak Prescott again – he can be traded. And what happens is the Cowboys give Dak Prescott's agent permission to go talk to players that he might want to get traded to. So then the, so before the trade even happens, they get the permission. The agent goes talk to these teams. They already have the deal set forth. They trade that franchise tag and Dak Prescott to that team. And they already have the long-term deal in place. So watch out for channels telling you bogus lies. They are out there. So, <laughs> Yeah, it it is definitely uh, he can get traded, and we got to watch that kind of move in the draft too, especially where the Cowboys are picking because this is the NFL. Anything can happen. Yeah, anything can happen, man. They they could pull something out again, man. I mean, I don't think anybody saw us taking CD Lamb, right? Fell into our right. laps, and uh, they made the pick. So, yeah, it's it's Jerry being Jerry. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens, but it's going to be a hell of an offseason, Mike. I, I can't wait, man, to, to cover this team, the draft, free agency, the drama that comes with the Cowboys. It's going to be on. It's going to be on. Yep. See what else we got here, guys. Keep scrolling through here. Appreciate everybody that has joined us live. In effect, we're going to go to 8 o'clock tonight, so let's let's get a couple more in here. Um, Brandon do, Boyce, do can we please see Bradley Anaya? Yeah, we talked about him. Let's get him out there. Let's get him out there. 
Let's see what we got here, guys. I wonder why they did deactivate him, though. Right. Why did they deactivate him? I don't get it. Because he was playing a little bit, and I really haven't – and I'm, I'm guilty here. I haven't turned on the film and even watched Bradley and I. Um, I mean, have you seen anything that would deactivate him, Joe? They're just, he's just not getting the opportunities. They're going with Dorrance Armstrong and these guys. And obviously you brought in Randy Gregory, who is – he has elite pass rushing. You're, you're not going to, you know, do anything there with that. But I think it's the Armstrong, I think, is what's kind of holding it back. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think that's what's holding this whole thing back. We're getting him in here. Uh, yeah. Dan Quinn, okay. yes. Darrance Davis. Yes, sir. Dan Quinn would be – a really good one, man. I I I love those. Uh, I like him and Bradley, Gus Bradley, Dan Quinn. Those those two guys, I think, uh, are really good, man. Four three guys. You think if they pick up Tack McKinley, they'll bring in Dan Quinn? Um, <clears throat> I, I mean, it would probably be something that that they would consider, right? Because there's some history there. But then again, maybe Dan Quinn's not a fan of, of Tack, so. Um, we'll see, man. Supposedly That's the Cowboys, the Cowboys are. I think they might be kicking the tires on that. So we'll see if it becomes a a Wilbon Clay reclamation project. They like to do that, so I won't be surprised. But at the same time, guys, I wouldn't get my hopes up that he's going to come out here because you know that happened to us already. We got burnt with Everson Griffin, you know. So if if they do bring him in here, temper the expectations. You know, what I mean, he doesn't have many sacks. He doesn't have many sacks, so he's he's not. Hey, it's a 2017 draft class, Mike. So, Charles Harris, total bust. Ta- uh, Taco Charlton, total bust. Tat McKinley, you know, the, the Falcons leapfrogged us to get him. He really was – he's kind of a bust. He's kind of a Remember bust. Remember when they drafted him, he got on stage with Deion Sanders. is like, I'm going to uh, prove the world. I'm going to do yeah. this. I'm going to do that. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. So I'm going to get cut in three years. He didn't mention that. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. You never know. Maybe they do bring him in. Maybe he turns it around. Who knows? But he's been hurt. He pulled a hamstring against the Cowboys or a growing injury against the Cowboys. Yeah, he and, has. And, and, and he was hurt last year too. So there's just some injuries there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has. He has missed a lot of time too. So we'll see right there. Let's see what else we got in here, guys. Keep them coming. Questions and comments. Appreciate you guys. Cap mode, baby. You know how we do it. You know how we do it. Charles Mabry, what's going on, bro? Good to see you in here. Navelle is a stud. Yes. Looking very yeah, good, man. Looking Third very nice. Pick. Looking pretty good, man. Looking pretty good. Patrick Sertain or Jevon Holland. Yeah. Those two guys are high on the list. Um, yeah, Jevon Holland actually had a a really good uh, PFF grade, I think, last week, if, you, if you're into PFF grading. Uh, some people aren't. Uh... Come on, guys. Drop some questions in here. Do you pay Alden Smith? He kind of disappeared. Is he hurt? Great question here. What do you think, Mike? They didn't want to trade him. I was, you know, they got a trade offer from, I think, the Seahawks, right? And they didn't go with it, so... What's the deal here with Allen, and what do you think is going on there, Mike? Well, I'm going to be straight up, and I, and I get it. He, he's up in age. He hasn't played in five years. When he scooped up that fumble and started running, 
the dude looked like he was in slow motion. He looked slower than Jason Witten out there. So he could be hurt. I'm not I'm not knocking him. I'm just pointing out facts here. He didn't look fast mm-hmm. when he scooped and tried to run with that football. No, and sure. uh, yeah. if you look at, you know, at the first of the year, there was some speed. Uh, I think Sunday Night Football was saying this almost looks like primetime Alden Smith, blah, blah, blah. But when he picked up that ball the other day and started running, he he he, he did not look 100% running that ball. So he could be yeah. hurt. Yeah, no, great point, man. He really did. He looked like he was running in slow motion. So, and I think, um, I think he is dealing with something. If I remember correctly, he sat out some practices and uh that is true yes he did he hurt his foot yeah yeah so i I wouldn't be surprised he might be trying to play oh with the knee injury yeah that's true thank you stevie mac yeah so that that makes a lot of sense there let's see what happens there let's see what else we got here guys i like this one here darren davis please draft michael parsons when sean lee leaves darren's we are on the same page because you know, depending on what the Cowboys do, right? If if they're in striking range of Michael Parsons, oh man, this guy, and he's he comes from the same college. Like, how crazy would that be, right? So, hell of a player, man. He's he's one of my favorite linebackers, um, coming out. So yeah, man, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Bring him on. Alden did have an injury knee. Steelers game was Zeke. Okay. Didn't he opt out of the 2020 though? Yeah, he did. So the the thing about Micah would be, you know, uh, you you got to watch and see is is there going to be rust? How is he going to look? Like like the combine is going to be huge for him. You know, he should he should grade out really well. But if he shows any kind of uh, slowness or or stiffness, you know, in doing some of these drills, it could hurt him. And the other thing about it too. If you opted out and you don't want to participate in the combine, that's a little bit of a red flag. So that'll be something that you'll want to monitor. That could drop them a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. in, in the draft. Yeah. So little storylines that we got to follow. Patrick Sertain, Ninja Nuts. Yeah, one of my favorite guys. I wouldn't mind seeing him across from our boy Trevon Days. You know, they played together, and I'm pretty sure, you know, that that combo would be – Shut down city, baby. Holy cow, that would be awesome. And right now at number three, you're you're in striking range. I have Sertain going early. I think he's, you know, perhaps the best one. I, I know some people like uh, the Virginia kid. Um, he is pretty good. You know, um, I like him. But uh, for me, Sertain, the bloodlines, playing in big games. I, I just like that. I like I like the pedigree of that. The Reaper, I think more likely is two and fourteen because they want Andy Dalton. Yeah, so that's that's what we said earlier, Mike. So is this team more on the two and fourteen scale or on the other uh, side of going on a seven game run and going nine and seven? So I just don't see it with with Andy Dalton. You know, I, I think it's a little bit of a hint. You know, it's a little bit of a hint. Now I don't know if you guys caught this. I did tweet this over the weekend. Terry Bradshaw did mention. And he was quite serious. He wasn't joking about this. He said that he heard the Cowboys want the number one pick. Okay. Did anybody else catch that in the pregame? I did. I tried to go back and look for the recording. I looked everywhere. I tried to find uh, the recording. But, uh, well, uh, if you're in the top five, 
in this draft, who doesn't want the number one pick? If you're top five and it's already about to be, what, week nine now? I mean, who wouldn't want the first round pick, the first overall pick in the first round? You know what I mean? Who wouldn't want that? You'd be crazy not to want that. I, I wouldn't mind having it. Oh, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having it, man. I'll be a hundred percent. Last time they had the first overall pick, who'd they draft, Joe? Troy Aikman, and that Troy Aikman. That was the last time the Cowboys have used our first round pick on a quarterback. From from just an overall thing, you know, we're talking about football. You would expect your franchise to have drafted more quarterbacks in the first round you know they and it's been since 89 it's ridiculous yeah they, they gotta they gotta they gotta jump in the pool you know they they can't be scared you know and and and, and just dabble their their toe in there they gotta take that leap at some point man all right guys i think i think that's gonna be it for tonight's show great questions great comments i mean Really, guys, we can't do this without you. Um, you know, we're, we're all going through the season together. And, you know, we're, we're going with the silver linings. We're talking about, you know, what we don't like, what we do like. You know, we're talking draft now. That's just starting to ramp up. But, man, um, sh shout out to all you guys in the chat box, everybody that watches this on the replay. You know what I mean? Like, for fans to show up day in and day out, even when the Cowboys are losing, it's an amazing testament to the heartbeat of Cowboys Nation. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Mark? Absolutely. We appreciate you guys. Thanksgiving's coming up. So J Joe's giving some early thanks to, to you guys. And uh, and it's definitely uh, – I, I echo it too, guys. I, we, I appreciate it. I look forward coming on here every Tuesday, chatting it up in the check box, answering you guys' question, collaborating with Joe here, Cowboys blog, the best to do it. Uh, it, it's just fantastic. And, uh, if you guys got a friend that's on the road, always driving and tell them, look at the Frisco report, iTunes, Spotify, Podbeam, type it in, listen to these guys. They don't sugarcoat it. They, they, they tell it how it is. They're not sore losers. They give you facts. They give you stats right here on the Frisco report guys. So share it with the friend Cowboys corner underscore Cowboys corner on Twitter. Guys, follow me on YouTube right here. Cowboys corner. And uh, we'll just give it to you. That's what it is, guys. We really appreciate you. We'll catch you guys next Tuesday for the next Frisco Report. Peace.